Welcome to the Right Now Podcast. We've got Auburn Shepherd this week. Auburn, glad to have you. Trace, I don't know if I'm glad to be here yet, but thank you for having I me. I lied when I said glad to have you. Okay. So, we're, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, he, he doesn't look happy anyways. So. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we have a good time. You know, we've been working for Auburn, not for Auburn, with Auburn, for uh, almost a month now, I guess. And it's been uh, just about... Just about as bad as you could think it'd be. Yeah. No yeah. doubt, the best month of your lives. <laughs> no, it's it's been uh it's been interesting. I mean, but we wanted to know, like me and Caleb, know how we feel about the work experience so far. We want to know Auburn's thoughts. How how do you like having the interns around? Uh, truthfully, it's been a little difficult for me. I would say, um, just sort of you know more meetings than I'm used to. Um, kind of takes away. Usually we have a longer meeting on Mondays, as you know. It's usually sure. like an hour to two hours, which is like really long for a meeting. Um, and usually during those times is like when I prepare a message for the week. So I'm really like kind of missing out on that time and not really finding it throughout the workday. So I'd say that's the hardest part about having interns is like just the meetings of like time that you're not getting back. Is there any good times? <laughs> like, do you like, do you like us? I mean, yeah, I enjoy y'all. I enjoy playing, playing around, being with y'all, getting to see y'all. Um, it's really weird because, like, for me, I mean, I like Caleb. I'd say I've known a long time, and Samantha Tedder kind of saw her kind of grow up more, and EG kind of was with her last summer. Don't didn't really know you much, um, but really like getting to see like your personalities and how they kind of like gel together. Or how you kind of like may go with one other person and kind of gravitate away from another person. Like the way you interact and the way you're like actually serving and the reasons behind why you're serving, that sort of thing, I'd say, is is really enjoyable. Mm, that's good. Some, some positive words. Yeah, positive. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we don't have just straight discouragement for me and Caleb because yeah. we, we get hurt, you know. Yeah, I understand. Everybody's got feelings. It's all right, man. Yeah, we got feelings. You all can right. always do better, but you can always do worse. So yeah. it's been good. We we have a good time. We yeah. know how to we we work hard and we play hard. Hey, that's the way to be. That's that's what we. I do. mean, if work yeah. isn't fun, is it really a good time to go to work? No, no. If you can't have fun at work, don't show up. Amen. Wow. Amen. Heard it's it here true. from Trey Bebe. <laughs> that uh, that's not my nickname, okay. but uh. We'll, we'll go with it, I guess. Okay. See, so yeah, Albert, we've been asking a lot of the staff members um, this the same question, and we want to we want to hear it from you. You're kind of fresh in the ministry game, you know. This year, you've been what at Ridgecrest two years. Uh, August will be one year, one year full time staff, and then one year of basically interning. Okay, awesome. So. We want to know when did you realize this was your calling and like what did that look like for you for you to get to this point? Okay, so this is tough. So I'd say uh, y'all all know about Wired, participants mm -hmm. of Wired. Um, one Friday night, I think I was probably in the 11th grade, um, we left Wired, me, a good friend at the time, Chet Sowell, grew up here. Mm -hmm. um, we were leaving and he was dropping me off at uh, at my house and I was in the car and I was just like, I felt weird. And I was just like, look, like I haven't told anybody this. I don't even know what this means, but I really feel called to ministry, but I don't really know what that means. Right. And I was like, if you would pray for me. 
Well, that was the extent of that conversation. Like it was over with. I didn't speak about it to anybody else. I didn't say anything to anybody else. I didn't even like say anything to him about it. And so fast forward, graduate, go to junior college, went to Troy, uh, got to Troy um, for my last two years, and had a roommate um, from Dothan who was all who was going into the ministry. He was getting a business degree, and then he was going. He felt called to be in the ministry. And really, that relationship is what really like helped speak to me. Um, we talked a lot about uh, the Bible, talked a lot about like what was going on, why, why certain things occur, that sort of thing. Really, just like heart to hearts is what we called it. And it always occurred like after we had done something, and it was like eleven o'clock at night, and we were like, "All right, we're gonna go to bed, but we kind of want to just hang out." So it always be in the living room, heart to hearts. Usually, end up. I'm not even going to lie to y'all with me in tears about something, you know, like, yeah. you know how guys are like, we don't want to share our feelings or <clears throat> no, anything. Never. So then when you yeah. actually share them, it's like, I can't, can't believe I did that. It's a, it's that release. Yeah. And so also at Troy, um, got into a ministry with some other guys and really got plugged into serve there. Um, came back home, graduated, started selling insurance. And when I took the job in insurance, I probably took it in, March. Um, and really in February, I really started praying like, God, what do you want me to do? Um, and I was reading scripture and God took me to this passage in Luke. Um, and I don't even remember what the passage was about, but throughout that time of him taking me to the book of Luke, the guy who offered me a job in insurance name was Luke. And I was asking, I was like, God, give me a sign if this is what you want me to take. Cause I had like a week to think about it. I was like, if this is meant to be like basically, basically bring it, bring it to the table. And sure enough, like randomly the book of Luke was led to the book of Luke and I didn't really understand why. Okay. So I take this job, loved the people there, hated the job, right? I was calling people. I was calling 60, 70, 80 people a day. Like half of them were like, Hey, I don't even know who you are. Quit calling me. The other half, like don't even answer I would only talk to like maybe 10 people a day uh, before you go straight to voicemail. And I was just miserable. I, I kept praying, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And I felt like he was calling me to the ministry. Um, but I was kind of carrying that burden on my own. I wasn't really, um, wasn't, wasn't really talking to anybody about it. Um, kind of mentioned it to Broxton. Uh, and then I called up Chase. I was like, by this time me and Chase, uh, had gotten to be good friends, and we talked um, through me just, like, serving at different events and stuff. I've known Chase and Dougie and them a long time, but came to sell him insurance one day. He was right up there in David Brunson's office, and I, I walk in, and I give my little pitch, whatever, get his information, go get ready to take it back to work, and he looks at me, and you know you know when Chase has that look, like he wants to talk about something, <laughs> it, it's it, you're going to talk about it. Yep. So he sit there, and I'm sitting right across from him, and he's like, he just looks at me. I'll never forget. He's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, that was the exact exact words. Like, what are you doing, bro? And it wasn't like, hey, what are you doing in insurance? Hey, what are you doing, like, this way? It was just generic. And so for me, it was something that was like, yikes. And I remember I, I told him, I was like, I'm selling this insurance, but, like, I hate it, like, I think I'm called to the ministry, but I don't know what that means or what that looks like. And 
remember tearing up. Honestly, I'm a, I'm an emotional guy. I know nobody would think that uh, most of the time, but I am. And uh, it just really was like, it, he hit me in my gut. And later on, I find out from some people um, that were interning that summer, they were like, yeah, he told us he was about to have a life conversation with you. So, like, they knew what was coming, but I didn't. Um, and through that, uh, I really came home. Um, one Thursday morning, I got up to go to work, and I walked. My mom was on the couch reading her devotion, and I walked by, and she said, have a good day at work. And I just had that feeling of, like, I got to get this off my chest. And I was like, uh, okay, like probably not <laughs> basically walk out the door, get to work. And I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I- I've got to go talk to my boss. Also a Christian strong believer, mm-hmm. uh, which takes me back to, you know, ended up like the passage that God led me to in the book of Luke ended up, you know, leading me to a guy who was a believer, sat down, told him like, look, cried in his office. <laughs> I was like, I know, dude, like tears everywhere, tears everywhere. And so I tell him, I'm like, look, I feel called to the ministry. I don't know what that means. Like get choked up telling him basically. Um, He looks at me, he says, well, that's great. Uh, Take a few days, Um, take today and tomorrow and let me know if you're going to come back to work um, basically and what's next. Um, So I went, I called my mom, told her, um, go by my Nana's house and walk in there. And my Nana's like, Oh, I thought something was horribly wrong. Cause I never, like it was work time. Cried there, you know, then I get home and dad finally gets home for the day. And he's like, what are you doing here? And I tell him and he's like, we talk a minute and he's like, well, I'm going to text brother Ray and see if he'll meet with us. Um, and it was, of course it's during his sabbatical time. So, um, we, we actually meet him that next day, have lunch. And I remember brother Ray looks at me and he's like, how do you know? And I just told him, I'm like, you know what? I can't tell you how I know. I just know. And he was like, well, I like basically like, I understand that. That's a lot of people. You just know, you don't really know how to explain it. Um, and I remember him telling me, you know, like this means that you have to be willing to go, uh, whether it be, um, right down the road or a different state, um, country. You have to be willing to go when God calls um, to be faithful to what he's calling you to do, and I'll never forget that. And then worked probably another couple weeks, went in there and had talked to Chase off and on, and he was like, look, bro, like, can't pay you nothing, but if you want to come come work every day, like, I could find stuff for you to do, for you to really be plugged in and serve. And the rest was history, and then – Last summer, um, last summer came, and uh, Andrew was getting ready to. Uh, Andrew and Lauren were getting ready to venture on to their um, worship ministry, really, and um, building a bus. And Chase sat in Chase's office one day, and I was personally, I was kind of at the point where I'm like, okay, I kind of got to decide what's next, um, because I, you know, I had stuff I had to pay for and wasn't really making anything, and. Um, got to the point where I was thinking, okay, God, like, what's next? Provide me with something that's next. And Chase, talk, he was like, hey, come in early one day. And we came in. He told me. And I, it was just like an answer to prayers, honestly. And the rest has been history. I mean, obviously, with any job, there's good days and bad days. But for me, work doesn't feel like work. And I know, especially as we get into the summer, y'all may feel that a little bit more. 
um, but really just the excitement and really the the excitement on other people's faces, whether it's preteens, whether it's students, whether it's kids that you just see, like I'll see children's ministry kids running around and they'll, they'll all come up and be like, hey, hey, hey. And it's just like that excitement trumps everything else that goes on. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's really how I got into ministry, called to ministry. And who knows what's next? Yeah. Yeah. We're excited to see what is the next step for you, you know? Obviously, we're excited you're here, but, you know, Lord knows what what's in the future, you yeah. know, for all of us, you know? So that's why we're all here this summer is to, to serve and to be here. So, yeah, thank you for being open and sharing. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's pretty cool to see the Lord work like that, you know? And so kind of to wrap it up, we want to look at what Scripture right now is just like really – changing your life you know so i'd say i'll read it um it's psalm 100 um and it's kind of weird i kind of got into a place where i was uh teaching psalms uh i took a month to teach some psalms to the preteens right before christmas and i came across this psalm of uh psalm 100 and This is what it says. It says, Let the whole earth shout triumphantly to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his faithful love endures forever, his faithfulness through all generations. And really, I've tried to make that something that I think about this whole year. Um, you know, you can think about this, the start of the passage where it talks about serving and my capacity of serving is different than your capacity of serving and other people's capacity for me. I'm privileged to do it full time for y'all. You're doing it this summer, um, while you, you know, you go to school, um, others, it may be in a nursing field or, um, accounting field, whatever field you're in to really think about, okay, how can I serve God? So that's the first thing for me is like, okay, whatever I'm doing today, you know, no matter how much fun or joking around we have, like at the end of the day, it is to serve God, right? And then thinking about from there, okay, not just serving God, but who is God? Like why do I serve God, right? The acknowledgement factor of who is he, why, why, do, why do I serve him, right? And then kind of wrap up like, especially on the bad days, um, you think about, okay, like God's faithful. Even if today wasn't such a good day or there's things that you didn't get to, like we're lucky because we know that his mercies are new every day. His faithfulness will continue to last. Um, And really, you know, ultimately he may not provide in the ways that we want, but it's in the ways that we need. Um, So I would say Psalm 100 has really been like a, Honestly, just like a life passage verse. I know it's more than one verse, life yeah. passage, more like a life passage over this last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Appreciate it. That's a good word. Hope it's encouraging. I know it's encouraging to me. Uh, we hope it's encouraging to y'all as you listen to this. And for, you know, anyone that might experience a drawing or call to the ministry, you know, you got guys like I know I felt that call. Auburn's felt that call. Obviously, everyone on staff here uh, has felt that call. And so, um, you know, hopefully we'll see more people experience that uh, through our youth group and our ministry. And so we uh, appreciate y'all listening in Auburn. Appreciate, appreciate you just opening up and uh, telling us your story. Yeah, so, yeah. thank you for having me. Yeah.
to the Right Now podcast, and we'll see you next week.